Yeah, yeah, check one, two, check one, two. Is this mic on? Is this mic on? Hey, listen, man. It's the one and only trendsetter DJ Sense, and you're listening to Cocktails. Dirty Discussions with Kiki and Medina Monroe. Yeah. Today's cocktail is my very own, and it's called Fruit Cup. That would be two parts water or sparkling water, three cherries, one lemon, and a lime. You can use distilled water, or like I said, you can use sparkling water. You pour that over ice and into a highball glass and enjoy. That voice <laughs> that you guys hear is my mom. Hey, hey mom. Hey. And we got my cousin in the house, Connie. Hi. That fruit cup, mom. Fruit cup. You don't mm. drink. No, I don't. Why not? It's I've I was always the designated driver growing up. Oh. We had you know I had a wild twin sister. I have oh. a wild tw- twin sister and friends. <laughs> and I was the good girl. Oh. So I was always designated as the. Uh, designated driver. Well, that's good. Connie, what about you? I am also a designated driver. I designate to drive and sit down and drink my drink <laughs> all the time. Oh, all so you time. do drink. Most definitely. What's your favorite drink? Uh, Moscato. Oh. I love my wine and I love my rum. That's that mm. Bougetto wine. <laughs> let me get a, musca- a Moscato. Right. <laughs> Moscato. Well, y'all, welcome to Cocktails. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. My we pleasure. are so excited. Mm-hmm. We're excited. We've been wanting to do a mom episode for a long time but before we jump into it we like to do an icebreaker game so everyone can kind of loosen up and we can start the fun okay so we are gonna say some words and use them in a sentence and see if you guys know what they mean they're slang words that like the kids use today so we'll use it in a sentence and we want to know if you guys understand and you know (laughs) what did you say i said i think it might be hard for me but you know we'll see let's try this okay so i'll do the first one okay the party was lit that means it was happening happening jumping Mm-hmm. Oh, y'all good. Yeah. <laughs> don't be basic. Don't be generic. Like Don't be corny. Sort of. Yeah, that's true. Those, those oh. are good examples. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Generic. I might start using that. Don't be generic. Okay. Um, we were way too turned up. What? Too wild, too live, too lit. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> yes. Just high. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. He was the GOAT. It's an acronym. I'm, I'm, I'm lost. He was the GOAT. He was the man. The bomb. But what is an acronym? GOAT is an acronym. Get out. Genius of all times. You're getting close. The guy of all times. You're getting close. Gentleman. Gentleman of all times. Something of all times. What did Martin Martin Luther King, what did Muhammad used to say? I'm the greatest of all times. I'm the greatest of all times. I float like a butterfly sting (laughs) like a bee. That was good. Okay, pretty good. I thought y'all weren't going to get this. Uh -uh. Why did you think they weren't going to get this? Those weren't even the hard ones. (laughs) Another thing every week called the douchebag of the week. You said, a man is not a necessity, a man is a luxury, like dessert. <laughs> yeah. A man is absolutely not a necessity. Did you mean that to sound mean and bitter? Oh, not at all. I adore dessert. I love men. I think men are the coolest. But you don't really need them to live. 
So this week's douchebag is actually our last guest, CO. So CO, if you guys have not listened to the last episode, please go back and listen to it because he just said some really off the wall things and that was crazy to me. And we had a discussion about it later um, at work and we were talking and I was like, did you really mean everything that you said? Did you, was all of that true? He was like, yeah. So I said, oh, you're gonna be the douchebag this week. So this week's douchebag is CO. We wanted to have a mom episode, a a woman episode, just because we never have older women on the show. And not that you're old, but you are older than us. You guys are more seasoned. You have a little bit, a lot more wisdom than Kiki and I have, right? Yes. I hope so. Yeah, we're gonna see. So we just wanted to kind of just ask y'all some questions about back in your day. So we we always talk about dating, relationships, sex. We wanted to kind of know like, what was dating like back then? Okay. (laughs) Okay. I'm trying to think of the times of Moses. I don't know. Way <laughs> back when. I'm like, when did, what year did y'all start dating? Again, time of Moses. You have to understand from where we came. Mm-hmm. Connie and I, we weren't allowed to date. Where did for, you guys grow up? Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I grew okay. up in Brownsville, Brooklyn, New York. Oh. Okay. We hear that accent. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> and and back in that day, our parents, my parents were, my, my mother was a single mother, very strict. Mm. And we were raised, a diff, we were raised religious. So dating was like taboo. Mm-hmm. So we snuck around whenever Ooh. we wanted to date. Which Did you get caught? Um, no, we were very skilled at that. You okay. look at a project, you, you become very good at doing what you need to do because it's a lot different than today's millenniums in the generation of today. Mm-hmm. It's not as, I don't know, We it, I think we put a little bit more into dating back when. You mm-hmm. know, it meant a little bit more courting, whatever terminology that we used back then. Yes. But it meant something. What had happened to the days of holding hands and getting to know someone before we jump into bed? Mm-hmm. Even so, though it may sound corny now, but it was, it meant something then. So when and, you say dating, what was dating to you? Like, what did that entail? Was that you be you had a boyfriend, or were you just or y'all just went someone? on dates? Like, what did it mean? Well, it's well. Let me tell you what our perspective growing mm-hmm. up. First of all, the young men would ask you, "Would you go out with me?" That meant I want to be your boyfriend, and would you be my girlfriend? Right? Because mm-hmm. you you see your friends. Oh, who are you going out with? I'm going out with so-and-so. Okay. Uh-huh. Even in like your 20s, it would be like a, do you want to be my girlfriend? Yeah. Yes. Not that, but go out with me. Mm-hmm. Go out was the word. Uh-huh. And you both complied. You liked each other. You knew you did. Mm-hmm. They met your parents. They went on picnics together. Did they, did you guys have to um, introduce the men that you were dating growing up? Uh, to your parents before you could go on like your first date with him. Well, I did. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Why not? No, we're, my parents. Were, my mother was very oh, yeah, strict. You oh, you were sneaking, right? Until so I got to be happening. eighteen years old, uh-huh. and I just took matters. You know, I just decided there was a a, a young man. I will not name his name, um, <laughs> but we dated. Call him out, girl. No, like, that's right. <laughs> we dated for so many years under cover because I was mm-hmm. not allowed. So and were you climbing out of like the fire escapes? No, stuff? we lived in the projects. <laughs> um, you know, we were we can hang outside. But, you know, back then when he said you want to be my girlfriend, it was strictly I was his girlfriend. And unless something happened, it, you know, they cheated. And back then, cheating was devastation to us. Right. Right now, cheating is, OK, well, move on to the next part. I mean, that's what I see. Or it's like, OK, it well, I'm going to deal with it. I think it depends. Well, you know what? People, 
I'm going to say this. Back in the day, people were more loyal. More loyal. So Mm -hmm. much more loyal. Mm -hmm. Why do you think that is? Well, because you had parents that demanded that. You had grandparents that were in your lives. You had neighbors that were in your lives that had standards. Mm -hmm. You know, you didn't hang out. You want mama wasn't at the club. Mm-hmm. Next door, going out—that that just didn't happen. There was dignity in the community, mm-hmm. and when I say community, your neighbor could address you, and your parents—you were fe- you were in such fear that your your neighbor is going to tell your mom mm-hmm. that she mm-hmm. saw you cheating it, or saw you dating with a guy. Yes, if, if you were underage, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. anything out of order, oh. the neighbors would whoop you, yes. and then your parents come home, you get a whooping as well. That's right. And this is we could you imagine to... your neighbor whooping yeah, you? Yeah, I can well, actually because <laughs> I grew no. up. I lived in Louisiana before I lived in Texas mm-hmm. and when I was in Louisiana I lived with my grandmother and that's how it was there mm-hmm. like your neighbor, your neighbor could whoop you yeah. yes yes ma'am my neighbor the other ladies at the church, church. my grandfather mm-hmm. was a pastor yeah I wish Miss Bonnie would have whooped me. <laughs> and but there was then when, no... when we lived in Texas, it was different because like we didn't we met our neighbors, but we didn't know our neighbors mm-hmm. like that. It it didn't feel like a big extended family like it did in Louisiana. And the, to me, that's where the breakdown is coming from in society. One part of the breakdown mm-hmm. because there's no nobody's being held accountable today. It's just whatever you want to do, it is cool, and it and it, it is not. We respected our property. And people held you to that standard, mm-hmm. which is different today. Like your generation, I, I asked Medina, I asked you, I asked Mecca. So is are you? Is that your boyfriend? Well, no, we're just talking. Well, see, we don't understand <laughs> that language. What's talking? Right. We don't halfway understand what talking <laughs> is. Think, honestly, I don't think anybody knows what talking like, is. Uh, we had such that a weird in between stage, and nobody's really willing to commit to anything. Or maybe you're just not ready, so you're trying to figure it out, and you're probably still talking to other people. It it is confusing. Or maybe you're like scared to to want more because you know he really doesn't want more, so you just be like, okay. Well, we're talking. But you really don't want to be talking. Nobody wants to be talking. The women don't, at least. I don't think. I don't. Well, i tell you what else I think is sad today when you say they don't want to commit because they have so many choices. The mm-hmm. Internet is your is your heaven and your hell because they're always looking for the next one. Mm-hmm. The next There's something thing. better. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. So. Especially in Atlanta. The ratio of women to men is so high. It's like five or seven women to one man. I feel like there's also so many like women here who are working hard and they have these dreams and they're beautiful women, they're well-spoken women, and there's not as many good options in the men. But I think also that we, um, (laughs) for the single women, (laughs) I think a lot of it has to do, men are also intimidated by independent women it it, it started back in the 70s when we were growing up Mm -hmm. but we always focused ourselves on having better I don't know if you guys never probably even know what a project is. You probably, you I know. What projects I know what the are. projects are. Well, I mean, I didn't live there. I mean, that's what I'm saying. You have not experienced what oh, we did no. living in a project. So we always wanted better. We always set our mindset to, okay, one day we're going to get out of here. Mm-hmm. And I want someone that's going to want the same dream. Mm-hmm. And that's far-fetched mm-hmm. back then. Mm-hmm. We, th- we never thought we would get out of there. It was just a dream, a really? vision. Never. You never think you're getting out. Right. And your parents too. You know, mm-hmm. we had, we I had a, I had great parents, mm-hmm. but it was never a thing to reach beyond. Exactly. I had a mother that was um, 
pretty cool mom. But even still, you saw that work ethic and nobody ever said, shoot for the moon. Mm -hmm. But somehow you got exposed to that Mm -hmm. and you got a taste of that and you knew there was something better. There's something better. Mm -hmm. And we wanted, so I always wanted a companion. Mm -hmm. When he, when my boyfriend asked to go with me, Mm-hmm. I thought it was for life. I'm like 16 <laughs> or 17. Like, this is it. <laughs> because that's all I ever knew. Commitment. Yeah. I, I see my mother struggle as a single parent. I'm like, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want someone that's going to ride or die with me. Mm-hmm. But that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. You know. Did you yeah. ever get married? I did. Are you married now? And I'm happily single now. Okay. Are you mm-hmm. dating? Um, now I am. Okay. So what's dating, what's <laughs> dating like for you now? Actually, it's... It's a whole new world. You look happy. Her face lit up when she said, oh, I'm happily single, but I'm dating. Actually, you know, honestly, to be real, I never thought I would ever see this day again. Why? Because, I mean, I've I've been so hurt for so long, Mm -hmm. and I'm not afraid to talk about it, but I kind of conditioned myself, well, I'll just continue to push forward and succeed in life. And, you know, even my boys, they're grown, but their one wish was always, mom, don't end up alone. Mm -hmm. And I said, you guys can't live your life for me. Mm -hmm. I may never find, there's no such thing as Mr. Right. I think there's a Mr. Almost All Right, or Mr. (laughs) I hope one day you'll be all right. (laughs) But to think that there's a perfect Mr. Right, you've just got to work with who you have. And, um, I've had so many, excuse me, losers. I and, thought you were oh, saying a real you. cuss word. I, I was, did too. No, I, I had really, <laughs> I was trying to be really, excuse and me. you know, really bad losers. And I, there's nothing like a black scorned woman from being hurt. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's something I don't wish on my worst enemy. Mm-hmm. And I just think I'm glad, I'm happy right now. Something, mm-hmm. everybody um, said, wow, after 20 something odd years, we seeing you smile. Wow, and to and me, that's gotta be a good feeling. Even my, yeah. you know, my cousin here, mm-hmm. she's like, "Oh my God, you're smiling." My son's <laughs> like, "You're smiling." I never thought I would find happiness. And it's so interesting about her, about Connie. You would never know that mm-hmm. because we see a happy, bubbly Connie. Mm-hmm. But that just goes to show you the dimensions of people, mm-hmm. what they allow you to see, but inside that hurt, mm-hmm. we never mm-hmm. saw that hurt. Yeah. To see to a man open up a door, you guys may see it. All the time. You're a little divas here. <laughs> I mean, you may not want the same. Maybe you're, you're career-oriented. You're you're doing what you're great in life. But to have a man open the door. Oh, I like that. To mm-hmm. open a car. Mm-hmm. How you doing this morning? Let me call to see if you're home. Did you make it to work okay? What do you want for dinner? Can I take you out somewhere? Let's try this. To me, that's hitting a lotto. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's the almost all right man, right? That's almost all <laughs> almost right. The almost perfect man. You know? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Okay, mm-hmm. so I kind of wanted to talk to them about marriage because okay. you were, how long were you married? 28 years. That's a long time. That's Mom, like you've been life. married for 32 <sighs> years? Yes. So what is life like when you're with someone for that long? Because I honestly can't imagine being with someone for 28 or 32 years that just seems like it gets really? boring no it seems sometimes marriage makes me nervous because it's like you're really y'all wake up together every morning that's the last person you're gonna be with what's the difference well, between waking <laughs> up with someone married and waking mm-hmm. up with someone who's a common law man or woman right 
I mean, if you're married, you you're saying I'm yours, mm-hmm. and that's that's the that's the difference. Right. I mean, even if you're married, people cheat. But if you're committed to someone, see, my problem is if I'm committed to you, I'm giving you three hundred. I'm gonna keep it one hundred. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not in. The, I'm too old now for nonsense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But marriage doesn't mean the same thing to a lot of people. Right. You know, I think a lot of people think that the grass can be greener on the other side, but it can be just as green if you water your own lawn. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's, you know, <laughs> oh, that was a, that oh, was a we word. Put that was a word. Yeah. Description. I'm not scorned anymore, but I just got a lot of wisdom. <laughs> yes, and we need it. Let you me know, tell you something. Being married 32 years, you're not the same people. Mm-hmm. as you were 32 years ago. So imagine. when you say wake up to the same person every day, I mean, one time your dad cut his hair off, a bald head. I, w- I woke up. It was a different <laughs> Did you like it? Or were you like, stop? It was It was different. <laughs> I, I didn't care for it. But you know, dad, he's just, he's constantly evolving, constantly challenging himself and us to be different and to grow different. So you have, it's, uh, marriage is ebb and flow. Mm-hmm. And, and I was happily married. Mm-hmm. I thought being married was to be the perfect wife. The perfect wife is we both worked. Mm-hmm. We had children. I take care of the kids. You know, we used to take care of the home. I took care of my man. I mm-hmm. took care of my man. Mm-hmm. I, I think I was the perfect wife. Mm-hmm. But when you have differences that you think things are better on the other side. See, I'm I'm for no nonsense. I mean, I I, I can forgive and I tend to live my life forgiving. Mm-hmm. Not forgetting. Not forgetting, but mm-hmm. marriage is a different than me going with you. When you break that vow, you've broken your family. Mm-hmm. And I come from the old school, maybe I'm, you know, growing up they always said, you know, you're like a mama's girl, whatever, but I have morals, I have values that my mom, even though she was strict, they followed me throughout my life because I have grown men now. My, my boys, and mm-hmm. I know which way I groomed them to treat a woman, mm-hmm. you know. And, and that's, that's key, Con, what you just said. Yeah. See, that's what's happening in your your world, mm-hmm. Medina and Kiki, Kiki, is that the parents aren't parenting their children today. And as a result... What do you mean? They're not teaching men how to be men because there's no men in the home today. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of single parents raising children. Mm-hmm. Mama got to work all the time. Nobody's being taught how to treat a woman and vice versa. It's all about what I can get in you all society. What I can I get in, in the in the standard mm-hmm. for women today, you all don't require much Ooh. for you all to give you, to give it up. To give it the up. The power to pee? Oh no. That's precious. <laughs> There's a lot of power in that. That's you a lot of power that. in that. Mm-hmm. But I taught Medina so, and Mecca that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so easy for us as women to give it up. Mm-hmm. And that's not what, I mean, if they know they can get the milk for free, they definitely not going to purchase the cow because you're always going to give it to them for free. Exactly. That's the most precious part of your body. It's going to last you the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. You have to take care of it. Right. And I tell, I taught my boys that. They had a great father. They still have a great father. He's a wonderful father to them. But he can't teach them how to treat a woman because if he could, he would still have his wife. Mm. Mm. I don't mm. mean no disrespect, but mm-hmm. I'm keeping We're it just real. just keeping it real. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Y'all I, are. Y'all, I'm really sitting here like... It's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, scribbling. I'm going to play this for like... Okay. <laughs> I'm playing this for every man. Somebody is calling me. <laughs> I need to go back and repeat this episode. Well, yeah. Miss Cunningham, mm-hmm. she said mm-hmm. all that. Like like these fools outside, they're crazy. And they're, they're crazy. Their mamas probably didn't raise them. And mm-hmm. There you out, go. You see them climbing on the furniture, tearing <laughs> up yeah. stuff. Yep. But see, you you watch generation, you choose to ignore that. 
Why do you think that is, though? Because I can even say, even though y'all, you and dad, like, taught us, you know, you know, respect yourself and don't be, as dad would call it, an okey-doke girl. Like, sometimes you still have these moments where you might have been the okey-doke girl, but your parents did teach you. I think that's just life and lessons mm-hmm, along mm-hmm. the way and, and youth and being young. Mm-hmm. But you have it. It's established in you, so you know you can get back to that. Mm-hmm. I think, go ahead. For me, whenever I find myself in that situation, I think it's because I get scared of being alone. Alone. Mm-hmm. That's the worst fear you know? for women. And so mm-hmm. sometimes it's like, even though I don't want this to be forever, my other option right now is to be alone, and I want some company. So sometimes you let a situation kind of stay around too long. You're absolutely yeah, you right. Do. But mm-hmm. you know, the, the key but to... But you know that it's wrong. Mm-hmm. The and key that's to key. learn mm-hmm. to learn to love yourself. Mm-hmm. It's easy, said, than done. Mm-hmm. I am a living witness. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I, I don't know if you girls know what scorn is. I was very bitter. <laughs> and But I had to learn to love me because, like my cousins would say, you'll never be any good for anyone else. How long mm-hmm. did that take, that process of like still, getting out of the bitterness? It's, well... I, I learned to forgive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, when you know you're the best person you could possibly be, it was not your fault. You just look around and say, wow, okay, look at me. I'm just really flourishing. Mm-hmm. My kids are grown. They're doing great. And I know I was a great mother. I know I was a great wife. And I'm a great woman. And that's what I go on. Mm-hmm. If nobody else tells me that, I know it for myself. And it's a lot of self-healing. Mm-hmm. Yes. It, it'll never go away. Can, can no one tell you it will? If they did, I think they would be lying. Mm-hmm. You just learn to control it and move on. And happiness found me. Because when you stop looking, it'll find you. I never believed that because everyone told me that. Yeah, I've been hearing that. Yeah, I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah. If yeah. it comes, right. it comes, whatever. And yeah. I, I, I'm actually happy. Mm-hmm. Wow. And my thing is, what, I'll drink to what that. is the fear? Yeah, let's <laughs> drink your sparkling your yeah. water. Your fruit cut <laughs> water. <laughs> Girl, I'm getting a little turned up over here on this water. <laughs> and he's a goat. <laughs> Using your new vocabulary words. Okay. Well, were you going to say something? Because I was going to say something. No, go ahead, dear. Go ahead. I want to know what type of men, back in your day, not now, like back in your day when y'all was out and y'all was going to parties and going to your little waist Waistline parties, basement parties, yeah. going to Connie's for the what summer. What is a waistline party? Oh my gosh. Oh, waistline party, girl. When my like, mom told me this, I was like, I want to do this one day. So you pay however much, however oh, many uh, inches uh, your waist yes. are. Like if you're yeah. like a 32, crunches? you pay 32 cents. Yes. Oh, 32 cents. Okay. Yes. I was thinking yes. dollars. Oh. <laughs> I won't be going to that party. <laughs> but I wanted to know, like, what was your type, mom and then Connie? Tell me what type of men you went for and did your parents approve? You know, First of all, I have to say this. I really didn't know what my type was, really. Mm -hmm. But I had a dad that was an awesome dad, a calm dad, a steady dad. Mm -hmm. And so the guy that I dated for a while, and they're laughing at me. (laughs) (laughs) He was he what? (laughs) He was so loyal to me. Uh Uh-huh. So, you know, as I look back on it, I was like, oh, my God, what? What was it? He was short. I like Ooh, tall. I do too. I was do. he chubby? How short was he? <laughs> How He's short like, was he? My height? Mom, no, he wasn't. Maybe just a little inch. Maybe. How tall are you? Because I feel like you're like my height. She's well, how so tall are you? I'm 5'3. He was tiny, but he played football. Mm. Mm, played was basketball. He running back. Mm, running back. I yes, knew he it. was. <laughs> running back, played basketball, star basketball, point, point guard, uh-huh. and ran track. Oh, 
Oh, so he like had he was a little oh, jock. Yeah, okay. He was a jock, but he was a kind guy and a very loyal guy. Mm-hmm. Yes, very was there, and his family really became my family. Mm-hmm. You know, the his mother was a single parent, mm-hmm. but she was a no nonsense woman, and um, you know, I had some things happen in our family, and she kind of fi- she filled that void, and mm-hmm. you know, his grandfather was successful. He was an anchorman. Did you like him? Or I was did. it like a you felt bad? No, no, no. I, <laughs> I really in the beginning I really liked him, uh-huh. but he really loved me. Oh, and you know you you go off to college and your world is expanded and you find out there's oh, more. There's something else to see here for that and for me mm-hmm. growing as a young person and mm-hmm. he wouldn't let it go and <laughs> to this day hasn't let it go so oh my gosh right? yeah parents cried when we broke up his <gasps> mom they just knew we were getting married now and- mom did you have multiple boyfriends or was it just like that guy and then dad I had some multiple not a lot how tall was he <laughs> six three. Oh, Ooh, this was that, the new this one this was the summer one this oh, was the summer the new summer. york one sorry con sorry con because we were talking about that loyalty thing oh. <laughs> the summer so one so you meet yeah. this tall man oh, in the goodness. summer oh my goodness so your type so you didn't really have a type no, but they ended up being athletes, really. Okay. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I totally understand. Hey, how was you were married to like a perfect non player? I'm playing dad. I'm playing dad. I'm Connie, what was your type? Did you well, like the bad boy? Did you? Well, I, I didn't really have a type. I was kind of like, I don't know. I was such a tomboy back then, but mm-hmm. I just kind of. Who, the first guy that liked me, I kind of just gravitated toward him. He was mm. more like a thug. <laughs> Oh, you like them like she, but I like the bad boys. The bad I bad. didn't. I didn't have a choice because I was just happy mm-hmm. that someone paid attention to me. Because I was considered a mama's girl, mm-hmm. but I was. A what top. does that mean? Mean that you don't do anything, you don't smoke weed, and I mean oh. I hung out with the with the guys because it was more easier. You know, be it's hard to be a light skin female living in the projects because mm-hmm. I constantly had to fight. Oh. And, and the girls were always like, you're not really black and you got brown eyes, you look like a mixed breed, whatever. It was back in the That's 70s, mean. back in the 80s, it was hard living yeah. there. Mm-hmm. So I gravitated toward the guys. They let me play ball with them. It was never an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and no one really paid attention to me because I kept my hair in a ponytail, a mm-hmm. baseball cap. But my mom said one day, I think I had to be like 14, she got tired of the baseball cap. She got tired of the, the jeans and the basketball. So she took my baseball cap, my basketball away. She said, you're going to be a little girl. So then she started straightening my hair. Mm-hmm. So the guys started looking at me like, you can't play ball with us no more. Because you're a girl. Mm-hmm. Like, Ooh. they never saw me as that. You really oh, are a girl. Okay. <laughs> and the first guy that paid attention to me, I kind of gravitated like, that was it. I was so happy. I had a boyfriend. I could I can feel like something in a project. I have a boyfriend. Yeah. So... Did you want a boyfriend, though? I didn't have a father, so I I just felt a void. And if you don't grow up with a father, I have a father now. I mean, I found my father after mm-hmm. many years. But if you don't grow up, you grew up in a project without a father, it's rough. So I never had anyone to say, my mother always said, you can't, you can't, you can't, you better not, you better not. Mm-hmm. So having a male in my life, someone that paid attention to me and, and did things for me, it was a change. Of, I love that. I love the attention. 
Did yeah. you guys ever date outside your race? Seeing as how like racism was a like really real. No, you know what's very interesting. I'll share a story. Mm-hmm. We never even thought about it. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't. I can't speak mm-hmm. for Con or Con, but we never even thought about dating. You just didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. And because racism was at a high back then, mm-hmm. and when we got bused to the white schools. I made friends, made friends very easy. Mm-hmm. And Dean, I think I shared that story with you. And I, kids really don't see color. Kids see your humanness. That's what kids see. Mm-hmm. And so that's how we related. I had a lot of friends, and one of my girlfriends was having a birthday. And she was having a birthday party. Mm-hmm. And I was so excited. I said, Oh, I want to come. And she looked at me and she said, You can't come. And I said, Well, why not? This was fifth grade. She said, Because you're black. What? She was like, girl, we cool, but uh-uh. <laughs> this stops here at the schoolyard. Your black butt. <laughs> on your black butt. I, I, went went I, w- I was crying. I was in tears. And okay, so home. y'all had experiences to the point where when you, you were dating, it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to go outside my race. That just no. wasn't. No. We didn't even, we didn't even entertain the that. thought. No. Wow. It wasn't I'm, a lot of mixed races where I grew up at anyway. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of Puerto Ricans and blacks, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Look, he could have been green. I was so happy to have a date. It didn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't matter. So, okay, both of you, I know that you have kids. I've met all of your kids, and then you have two sons. What, um, what do you want for your kids, like as far as dating is concerned? What, what want, would you like to see happen? I would like to see um, my young men be the men that they're destined to be with a female mm-hmm. partner, hopefully wife one day. Mm-hmm. Um, I want them to you know, be who they are, their own individuality, but remember the way you are raised. To, treat, to me, it's very important on how you treat a woman. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of issues growing up with violence and stuff, but it's, it's, it's very important that you know how to take, treat a woman. And mm-hmm. that's my main goal. And my cousins will tell you, mm-hmm. I don't play with that. <laughs> um, they're grown, but I yeah. don't play with that. I don't, I take it very seriously. And so all I want is happiness, to be, to be treated like a woman, mm-hmm. treat them the right way. No matter what your friends, no matter what peer pressure, oh, you whip man, or oh, she got your nose open, let it be open to the seas roll out. You'll have that woman for life. That's yeah, powerful. That mm-hmm. Yeah. What I want for my my children is balance in relationships where people are established or working towards being established. They mm-hmm. can meet them on their level and they can meet them there. And if they're not on the same level, they have the same aspirations to get there. To grow together. Yes, to grow together, that have respect for each other, that got you. Mm-hmm. To know that, you know what, in the trenches, when I'm down, you got me and I got you, mm-hmm. you know. And it's not all about the money, but money makes it a little, <clears throat> it, it, and it that's makes a things word possible. Too. It's not all about the money. And be committed. Mm-hmm. And when I say committed, because the kids today, I mean, the young adults today, they live together. That's not my philosophy for life. Me either. You know, if you... How did you feel when Medina said she was moving in? Not happy. Right, Dean? <laughs> was it like a... Not happy. No, 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 no. She this is the face when you she had got a... to the apartment. You should have got your own apartment. Yeah, oh. and I mean that. Because mm-hmm. you're, you're playing. You're playing mm-hmm. house. Why mm-hmm. are you playing? 
You know, you're moving in. Okay, so this doesn't work. So you get, get with somebody who's going to move with, in with them. No, make a commitment to each other and build a life. Mm-hmm. Don't play house. Don't become complacent yeah. in that. It's yeah. too easy to say we're just going to shack up together. Right. No, if you love me, we're going to build on this and we're going to be as one. Exactly. I mean, marriage is not for everyone, but I mean... I wouldn't. I would personally say, well, if you're not in it for the long run, see ya. Mm-hmm. What we doing? Right. Right. You know, mm-hmm. it, when when I left Pittsburgh and went to California, mm-hmm. <laughs> was supposed to go. Ran away. Ran. I did. What? Mm-hmm. She ran away. That's with another my episode. <laughs> 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 the one thing I told my husband because it bothered me. I said, I I want to be married. Mm-hmm. He had been married before young. And mm-hmm. he was six years, he's six years older than me. And so he came from a religious background as well. And he, you know, was young and married and had other children. And that wasn't his, he didn't want to do it right then. Mm-hmm. But I let him know up front, I'm not doing this past a year. I'm not doing that. So if this is what this is, let's make that decision now. And we can go our separate ways, you know. Mm-hmm. And some people say, well, you pressured him. No. No. Mm-mm. But we ain't gonna play house. We build. We wait, we That's build. Right. We, we bind stuff together. <laughs> hey, no, no. I feel you all. Yeah, I feel mm-hmm. you. And with the marriage, I was telling Medina this the other day. It's not so easy to walk away. Mm-hmm. See, when you live with somebody, you can justify. Oh, well, I ain't married. And you can step out. And you could just disappear. Right. Disappear. And run away. Yeah. With all the money like, right. But when you all have furniture. that when you have that <laughs> binding legal commitment. Where are you now, going? Right. Where are you uh, going? Well, that's People right. will debate that. With some paper. Right. You're about to get these papers. Okay. <laughs> and you <laughs> take all that money. <laughs> okay. And I'm keeping it. We put a lien on this bank account. There yeah. you what? go. Until you figure it out. There you go. <laughs> okay. Well, on that note, we're going to take a quick little break. Hates going to the grocery store after working hard all day. Me. I'm tired of it. I don't want to do it anymore. And I need a little bit of help from time to time. There's all these rude people in there. And then you have the slow cart pushers, the couponers. Like, it's just a lot. So I have found out about this really cool meal kit delivery service. It's HelloFresh. I talk about it every week. I've actually used it. And I really enjoy it. They send you fresh ingredients with really cool recipes that aren't too hard. So if you're not the chef in your kitchen, you can still make everything. And it's not going to be like a ton of work all the ingredients are in there everything except for like salt pepper and olive oil which you should have in your house and if you guys want to try out hello uh hello fresh they will send you a couple of meals a week you can check out the next few weeks of menu items you choose what you get in your box they'll deliver it to your home or to your office and it'll be there in um what is it called in dry ice so your groceries will stay fresh until eight o'clock p.m and um if you use our code, C-O-C-K-T-A-L, that's cocktail without the E-S, you'll get $40 off your first box. All right, ladies and men, have you ever had a friend that you just wish you could wear all their clothes but were too grown so you can't borrow clothes anymore? Okay, Poshmark connects you to people whose style you adore, allowing you to shop closets and boutiques anytime you'd like. Have items in your closet that you love but just don't wear anymore? List those items for sale on Poshmark in less than 60 seconds. Sell what you have in your closet so you can shop for what you really love. With Poshmark, the possibilities are endless. And with our special code, U-I-E-Q-V, that's U-I-E-Q-V, you get $5 off your first purchase. So try it out. Tell me and Kiki about it. Let us shop your closet. Y'all can shop bars. And just tell us what you think. Okay, so we're back. 
I'm so curious about what it's like as a parent watching your kids uh, date. So whenever they started dating and they started introducing these guys and girls to you, what were you guys thinking? Were you like, oh, they're too young? Like, how old did your kids have to be before they could date? 16. 16? 16, 15. Yeah, you want that because you're... You don't know who you are. You don't even know who you are at 21. Mm-hmm. And to allow someone, right? <laughs> you know, you want them to stay focused. Mm-hmm. Medina and them know. Um, her sister, Mecca. Jonathan was a 6'9 basketball player uh-huh. and liked her. She was in the ninth grade. Uh-huh. And she liked him. And <laughs> he invited, he wanted, he wanted to come over. Uh-huh. So come over for what? Watching movies. Yeah, say. come over. Yeah, that's how, what does he want? <laughs> you know, it's like irritated because you know they're at that age. You know, it's a no, it's normal. Mm-hmm. It's normal, but you still want to protect your children. Mm-hmm. My kids, as my husband used to say, when y'all grow up and have kids, and I used to always correct him. Mm-hmm. No, no, when they grow up, go to college, get a degree, Three. find out who they are. Then get married. Don't say that grow up and get married stuff, because that's how we. That's how it was for us. Uh-huh. We, they, they, our parents didn't push college. When you grow up and get married, get married. When you find we you want, married, you we get want your more for our children. Yeah, and so you know, you we, Medina knows. I was the mean one. I was I was nice, but I was serious. They knew when you come, you better come right. You better have a belt on. You better be respectful. I'm gonna sit you down and talk to you. I'm gonna talk to you. I want to know where you come from. And so he wanted Mecca. We met his parents. Important uh-huh. guy, ladies. You need to know how they grew up. That's but right. I always wonder, like, at what point do you need to know how they grew up? Because you can't. I feel like today you can't just meet a man and then be like, okay, I need to meet your parents, and y'all only know each other for a week. Some, but, you might scare somebody off. Not but, meet no, your parents. You need to know how he treats his mother. Mm-hmm. What's the right relationship? Off the bat, right. Or like after how it's kind of relationship serious? with your mother? No, the first date mm-hmm. because that's a deal breaker. How are you and your mom? How do you, how do you and your mom get along? Mm-hmm. What's and he that might tell you, look, I, 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 he might show you something mm-hmm. that you might not otherwise see, and you've invested six months. Mm-hmm. You know what I find a lot? A lot of these men out here are mama's boys, and so then the, the, it's just a little too much mm. with the mother. And I'm just like, <laughs> really? Okay, well, I'm the one on the date with you. Can we move on? We're talking about your mama, like, I mean, it's but just those are story. the best ones to catch. <laughs> are they? Like, yes. No, they weren't. They were horrible. I had to throw them back in the sea. <laughs> Can I, ask you, can I ask you all a question? Sure. What are you look, ladies looking for in a man? You know, I really want someone who is going to be a real partner to me. I want them to respect my career goals and my ambitions and do that. I want somebody who wants to be married forever and that is not scared to do that. I want him to, you know, besides, like, I feel like everybody wants a loyal man and a trustworthy man and I want all those things but when I think about the little things that makes people different, mm-hmm. that's a big one for me. Mm-hmm. And I also want somebody that is big on family. Even if they didn't have a good relationship with their parents because unfortunately sometimes parents aren't always so great. That's right. And so I don't think that you have to have that great relationship but I think that it's important to have some sense of family because yeah. I love my family they get on my nerves but I talk to them every day and mm-hmm. I love them and it's so important to me and if somebody doesn't get that mm-hmm. or they don't want that that's not going to work 
Yeah. Good. I would definitely say that's a, at the top of my list of what I need in a man. I need to be a family man because I'm, y'all know I'm close to my mama. She's here. Um, <laughs> I want someone who is kind, truly kind, like, and, and giving to people who don't have. And I see that in you, not because you have to, but just because that's the type of person you are. Someone who's going to have my back and me have his back. Someone who's going to tell me what I'm doing wrong and not just try to always keep it cordial and always we're on the the same page if I'm doing something wrong or if I'm on the if I'm not doing good in life let me know and Mm -hmm. let's build that together I want someone who's loving and um I think that's it. A job? Right. Oh, absolutely a, a job. job. Yeah, no, yeah. That no, that's the saying. obvious. Like, <laughs> I would like for you to have a job and be an ambitious man, and I don't just mean like a normal job. I would really like you to have a really nice job. I would. Too. I mean, if I'm gonna make a wish really... list, I want them to be yeah, super paid. Like, I've got some <laughs> some dreams and things, and I want to elevate too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't want my middle class life. I don't either. <laughs> Do you all want children? No. Well, I, let me not say that. I've got to stop saying that. It's not that I don't want children. I do not want to push one out of my body. Oh. I am very scared of that. I don't mind adopting a kid or if he already has some kids, they can live with us. Like, all of that is fine. But to push them out when my mom is like, yeah, it's like having one foot in your grave and the other on a banana <laughs> yes. It's a scary experience. <gasps> that is just... It's terrifying to me. I'm I'm really not interested in that right now. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, what about a cesarean? Well, you not. Oh no. Uh uh-uh. uh. I don't want that either. Oh. Um, and then I've heard that the recovery from that is even worse. And it's like. And then you're awake. That's just weird to me. Like I'm awake, but you're cutting a baby out like it's a little alien. No. Mm-mm. I definitely want kids. I don't want to think about that part because one of there's one of the two has to happen. But I definitely want children. Good. I want twin girls to be exact. Yeah, her mom is a twin. Yeah, she's yeah. always talking about these twins. Did you name them already? Apple and Olive. See, she didn't have Apple and Olive. Oh my gosh. <laughs> do we have advice letters or do uh, we not have We any? can skip them because I feel like you guys gave some really good oh, advice. Thank I feel you. like y'all did too. We can skip them today. Would you stop thinking about what everyone wants? Stop thinking about what I want, what he wants, what your parents want. What do you want? What do you want? It's not that simple. What do you want? What do you want? Hey ladies, it's me, Indecisive Diane, and I'm back with a place for you to go and eat breakfast or brunch with your mans. It's called Another Broken Egg Cafe. Oh my God, it's so delish. It closes at 2 p.m. though. I like to let people know that because it's not one of those places where you woke up with a hangover, you're hungry at 1 p.m. and you're going to go try to go eat at Another Broken Egg Cafe. Nah, it's not going to happen there. They open at 7, they close at 2, early bird gets the worm. So let me tell you what I ordered. I ended up getting the crab cakes. I thought about New Orleans. I was like, seafood, let me get these crab cakes right down my throat. Oh my gosh, were they good? It was today. Die for. I can't stress it enough. Gives you a little sauce, a little salad, a little bit of everything. But ladies, they also have a vegetarian menu for those of you trying to keep that little slim waist. All right, ladies, that's all I got for you. But before I go, I just want to say this. If he's a little broke, you can be with him, but just don't deep throat. Oh my gosh. Bye, Diane. Bye, ladies. Okay. My cocktail today um, is 
I was trying to think of an appropriate one since we had grown, grown Ooh, people. Yeah, in the I was room. having trouble. <laughs> yeah, so I took it back to high school when I was dating my first love, first boyfriend, Courtney. You remember Courtney? Mm-hmm. Yes. So I was going on the first date with Courtney. He came to pick me up from the house. My mom made him come in, show his insurance, his car insurance. Oh, she was yeah. not ah! playing. I was like, Mom, driver's stop. license, driver's uh-huh. license, insurance, all that stuff. Well, that's good. Yes, mm-hmm. and then and then. Um, he, he came in. I was getting ready. I come downstairs. My mom was like, did you brush your teeth? Right in front of Courtney. And I was like, she was like, you, I was like, mom, I brushed my teeth. She was like, you need to go back upstairs and brush them again. And I was like, that's rude. And Courtney was sitting there like, dang, your breath stink like that? It was so embarrassing. I was so embarrassed. I don't even remember that. I do. And I feel like you were just doing it to embarrass me. Okay. So I have a throwback story, too, okay. with a first date. So I had, like, just broken up with one guy. Mm-hmm. I was over him. I was done with him. Um, I did didn't do it in the nicest way and then I got with another guy so he's coming to pick me up for a date so my mom was like half sleep on the couch and I was like perfect my stepdad will answer the door he's normal he's not gonna do anything embarrassing <laughs> he'll introduce himself to the guy it'll be fine right my mom heard the doorbell I told him to knock at the door he rang the doorbell so I woke my mom up so she's all groggy she wasn't dressed to be out in front of people she probably had on like a muumu or something and he comes he comes inside and my mom says um, and she never says things politically correct so I hope I don't offend anybody she was like Kara who is this little midget what happened to the other one because he was short and the, the guy I was dating before was short and I was just like you did not just say that and he was in the house he heard and I was just like, oh my gosh, can we just go? Can we just go? I'm, I'm <laughs> so sorry. Rude. Isn't it? So do you, Mom and yes. Connie, mm-hmm. we give these cocktails and it's just a story about a date, about a man, something funny, something embarrassing, or something really loving. Do you have a cocktail you would like to share? I do. Share it. Growing up, my mother ruled the roosts, okay? And I call myself sneaking. Uh-oh. This guy played baseball with your Uncle D. I liked him. <laughs> his name was Mark. I remember his name. And it was a Sunday. And he called me and wanted to come over. I wasn't allowed company. So mom was asleep. So he came over. And we're in the kitchen. I'm washing dishes. You know, just innocent. But just tickle. Let him in. My mother got up. I said, run downstairs in the basement. (laughs) Ran downstairs in the basement. Right? Left the light on. Everything didn't lock the door. You're in trouble. I'm in trouble. Mom comes in. What you doing? I said, I just washing dishes. She said, okay. She went to the basement. Put Rex, the dog, in the basement. Cut the light out. Locked it. I said, mom, you can't do that. (laughs) Rex was mean. Like, vicious mean. Really? And she knew. She knew. And from then on, I knew parents had eyes in the back, back of, of their, their head. head. And he came upstairs. She beat me in front of him. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. It was horrible. Anyway, that's my. Connie, you got a cocktail? I have a cocktail because um, I once again, my parents were strict, so I had to sneak. Yeah. So I decided one day we decided we were going to play hooky. That's the only way I can get to see him. Mm-hmm. He could uh-huh. come to my house. So um, <laughs> I play hooky from school. But. I forgot that if you don't make homeroom, back in the day, the, the homeroom <laughs> teacher calls the house. So, okay, um, Connie was absent for the day and left the message. While my sister, I was coming back home from hanging out with my boyfriend. My sister's in a window. We lived on the 11th floor. She's <laughs> waving and trying to warn me. I just thought she was waving, so I'm waving back. I got upstairs and my mom said, oh, Connie, you're home. how was school? I said, I was okay, just another day. Really? I mean, any homework or anything? I said, yeah, I finished it. Really? How do you finish homework when you're not in school? My sister's standing in the hallway. She's. My mother took a plunger. 
bathroom plunger oh and whooped me. I'm sitting here like, where you were even... you? In, where, why were you in school? Were you with a boy? Were you with a boy? You're going to go to hell. Oh, my God. <laughs> that escalated quickly. Yeah, we probably didn't never hell. skip another day. I never did life. again. That's a double cocktail. Oh, y'all. That's straight up shot. <laughs> I love y'all. This is great. We I had can't a wait y'all come. I, we really appreciate y'all for coming on. Thank you yes. for having me. Oh, absolutely. Oh, Just so I feel fun. honored. I and I want to say, I am so, so proud of you all. Yes. Thank, Thank you. you. Creating a, a workspace that you love and, and, you, and you enjoy, and it's flourishing. Now, I might want to talk about the word cocktail. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> But the person you called has a voice mailbox that has not been set up yet. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.